Hello, hello, my friends. This is Dante from the Y Day Podcast. Welcome to season four, episode 22. We're going to dive into a subject of kind of going into our childhood. Now, have you guys been in a situation where you think that childhood had something to do with your current relationship or your past relationship? Um, there's a lot of questions we have to ask, and we have myself on there. We have Mark Hill, Red Pill, and we have a sister, Meg not the stallion so it's going to be the duo brother sister which is perfect because they know about each other's childhoods and how it's affected them or maybe it's a myth maybe it doesn't affect them but let's get into the episode right now let's go so i i I can't say it's me i can't say i go for them i think men come for me and i don't comment about I think men who are emotionally unavailable like my energy. They like how I make them feel. But because they're all fucked up in the head, they can't commit. And I'm one of those where I'd be by because you're not going to soak up all my positive and confident energy within myself because you're not confident within yourself. Yeah. I actually think it's a you're toxic, I'm not toxic yeah. type of situation. I think it's men are drawn to my energy. Men are drawn to me because i'm sure of myself i'm confident i um i bring i bring stuff to the table that's one thing about me i know i can bring stuff maybe it made me a lot of money (laughs) 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 what that's other shit that goes on the fucking table What's going on, guys? This is Dante on another episode of Why Date, season four. Got my man Red Pill here, and his sister is hopping on today. Meg, not the stallion. (laughs) 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 You told me to say that. (laughs) No, I love it. I love it. (laughs) You know, not not Meg the stallion, but Meg, not the stallion. Meg, not the stallion. Um, So, yeah, we got the brother-sister duo here. Perfect for this episode because she was there. <laughs> so she was there during that time. She was. She knows. She she knows you're lying. That didn't happen. So we can check you. So. I didn't even think about all that. I didn't even think about that. Oh, you are fucked, my friend. You are fucked. You are fucked. <laughs> Damn. All right. So this episode is going to be about childhood. And how does it affect your relationship with dating, adult dating? Yeah. I guess I guess it does affect people, childhood. I, I can see it being. I, I never really had issues, but like, this is this is good things to talk about, too. Oh, really? But, um, buzzwords. <laughs> no issues. Not even a few. Not even like one or two. So you did say a buzzword earlier about a good idea for me. I'm going to put anxiety out there. <laughs> 
That is the buzzword. All right. So if you guys just not tuning in, knowing what buzzword is, the buzzword is a certain word that we say. If someone says that, they're in a hot seat, which they can ask any questions. So it can be anything personal. The question we usually get every time, every episode, is do you need ask? That's usually what we get. I don't, I don't know why that happens every time. <laughs> but, you know, I'm going to change my logo. I can have, like, an ass, like, instead of a heart. Just put, like, a heart. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god but uh no this, this is good this is good anxiety we'll keep it to one we're not gonna do four like last time right the last episode that was hilarious <laughs> I, I feel like that was all we talked about was buzzers we're all hitting buzzwords except me yeah i picked four different buzzwords and they're all like words you would almost have to say to describe the topic Childhood and anxiety go together. Yeah, that's the problem. Oh, I just said it. You can't say it after he says it. just said it. You just... <laughs> that's your sister, man. I, hey, you know what? Renew. Do over. Do over. Are you sure? Are you sure? Yes. That was a practice round. Yes, practice, practice. Practice round? All right, all right, all right. We'll let it slide for now. Save <laughs> But uh, the last episode was talking about game. That was interesting. We had a good little talk. That was a great episode. Um, I do felt like I had to hold back a lot. <laughs> Buddy. Well, this is why we do recaps. The recaps kind of talk about your, your – you kind of listen to yourself. You listen to the episode. So that right. the more you want to add on, you can. Or Meg, not the Stein, you can also add into it. The uh, game, a little topic about – how to, I guess it's pretty much a pro, approaching or right. I don't know. There was so many different so, things to talk about. I just want because uh, I felt like so I'm going to keep it real. Megan is my older Megan Not the Stallion is my older sister and she taught me like 85% of everything you know about game. Oh damn. Oh. And, and most of game as we all kind of just know is like don't get hung up. Just don't get hung up over shit. Just don't be upset and don't ever quit. That's like that's really it. That's all there is. Be confident, don't get hung up over shit, and just keep going. And I want to say she taught me in a nice way, but she didn't. She's kind of mean to me. I'm just make fun of me and call me stuff like simp, beta, and all kinds of stuff. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, thanks, Coach. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk about that on the trial. Coach Meg. But I want Megan to t- give, like, her top three pieces of advice of game because yeah. I feel like we didn't cover that last time. No, we did. We just do all. It was all hot seat questions. We didn't yeah. really get to the topic. So the top three pieces of advice of game you would give to any woman who wants to stop getting played. Yes, we need that. Um, I think one thing I learned the hard way is listen to the. I think this is obvious. Like listen to the signs. I think as women, myself included, we think we can like fix a situation or fix a person, and it's. You shouldn't have to fix the person. So if you're dating someone who's literally telling you, like, nah, like, I'm not trying to do with you. I'm not trying to do all that. But you're in your mind, like, but this is how he makes me. No. Listen to what he says. Because men aren't like women. Men, when they say something, they mean it. Women, we kind of, like, say things and we kind of want you to, like, guess our minds. I know. I don't know why we do it. We just did it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But we just do it. But one thing I learned is, like, no. Men men mean what they say. And when they don't want to be with you, they don't want to be with you. Um, So I think, like, rule number one, really listen to what they say 
and what they do. Mm-hmm. Because if what they're saying is matching what they're doing, they don't want you, sis. <laughs> like, he said it and he shows you he don't want you. Um, I think number two, he made a really good one. Um, if every person you date, let's just say, like, you, like, you date and, like, these boys are hurting your feelings and everything, and you're just forever just like, oh, maybe you should, da, 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 men can't do this. And I'm just like, you'll never find a happy relationship. You'll never. If you let every man you've seen or date offend you in that matter where you can never date, you'll never be happy. So enjoy dating. Enjoy the experience. And if your feelings get hurt, be a G about it. Honestly, it's, we're 25. Well, I'm 25. Uh, we're young. People are going to do dumb ass shit. So it's just, don't get hung up. Move on. There's, there's other men there's other men out there um it's like for me i'm i i enjoy dating because i don't hold grudges nothing no person you are only dating it, it nothing ends well if a relationship gonna end it never ends well someone's always feels you can't ever say like oh no it was, it was a really easy break no 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 that's what that person told you their feelings is hurt or your feelings is hurt when you're when you like break off it hurts um number three number three keep it player keep it cute keep it cool i think um with men y'all get scared really fast and you're one of those girls that you're like "Uh uh-uh you're gonna be with me you're gonna do this you're gonna buy me stuff you're gonna do that that only works on 10 percent of the men and those are the ones that have no backbone. And those are the ones that like women who are in charge. And everything. I'm not saying we need to be more submissive, but be cool. Like, if this is only the first month and you guys are just still texting and going on random dates, you don't need to be, this is what you need to do. This is what you need to do. Keep it cool. You'll get there. Yeah. I agree 120%. And this goes, this is why I've always had that problem with, oh, just state your intentions right up front. Just say what you want you, right up you front. You know what you want. Right like, no, we you don't know. I'm going to tell you, well, I'm looking for a girlfriend. I'm going to date you for a few months. And realize you're not the one for me. You're going to be really upset. You're going to hit you with that. Oh, what you want on a girlfriend? Exactly. Like, part of part of being good at the game, right? It's a song and dance. Part of being good at the game is living with uncertainty. Being good at the game is accepting that I don't really know how this is going to morph in the future. And unfortunately, that's, that's the best way relationships happen. It just has to be organic. Just let it happen. It's on date number one. So what are you looking for? Uh, parking. I just got here. Right. Like, right. Like, I, don't I don't know. know. I don't even know your favorite color yet. Like, <laughs> like, they want, but they want to know where this is so they won't put their time vested into you. It's too soon. It's too, you it's are, way too soon. <laughs> they want to know, they wanna know if, gonna, if you're a waste. Yeah, like for like your first job, you're going to work is the first time you started working. You can't say you love the job yet. You only been there for a week. You don't know this is what you want to do. Okay. So you can have so it. It's not years. fair for women because the woman's like, I want you, so you just need to stay. Like, no, no. And then girls are like, I hate this too. Like girls will make guys seem like the bad guy for not stating their intentions. But it's like men just inherently know that we don't know. I, f- I feel like the 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 women who like to. Put their intentions and want to know intentions are always single. They they they've been single. I feel like they're the most single women in the world. Like the ones who are like want the intention straight up and like very like I need to know right now what this is. And they're all, they're still single as fuck. 
Hella like, single. You know what I mean? Hella like, single. <laughs> it's facts. And I'm like, this is why you're single, because like you, <laughs> you don't like the answer that someone's telling you from the beginning. If a girl's, they, guys, they, they, look, I'm just trying to like expand. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, I think um, it just vice versa. If it was, it was me, I'm sitting in the seat and I do be like, so what's your intentions? I'm like, to get to know you, I guess. Like. Well, what do you expect? You're the one who DM'd me, and now we're here. I don't, I don't know where this don't is going. Fucking know. I, can't I just tell feel you. like that's something I noticed a trait with women where they're just like right away, like, "What's your intentions? What is this?" Now yeah. I'm not saying you can't ask that. I'm not saying you can't wonder that because you niggas play way too. I mean, it's good to ask, but I think timing is a big more important than exactly. You mean like that's why I'm like I don't think you need to be less than yourself, more submissive. Yeah. It's like I said, keep it player. Yeah. Yeah. You'll know if someone's gonna rock with you. You'll yeah. know. They'll tell you. You'll know. But like Yeah. Right. I get all the time. Like, what is like, this? What are we doing? Like you want yeah. to have somebody rock with you, there's only two things that you have to look at. Consistency and frequency. Those are the True. only two factors yeah. Consistency. Are they always down? And frequency, are they down often? That's it. That's all you have to worry about. Yeah. If those two things aren't met, they're not they're just not feeling you that way. Nope. Right? Like we know this. A guy who likes a girl, really likes her. We're clingy, like we're gonna be talking to you like all the time. And then girls who really like a guy, y'all like, are not clingy. We were maybe thinking about like my high school no, days. We want to talk on <laughs> No, no, maybe you want to talk on No, but I know for a fact men are not clingy. Like, I don't, I don't really talk that much. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I, I kind of like when girls talking too much. I'm just like, oh, yeah, is that right? Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> Damn, he hit you with that. Oh, That's what you don't do. That was like really listening. That, no, that that's crazy. I hit you with that. That's crazy. Oh uh, damn, that's crazy. What's crazy? Funny you said that's wild, and it's like other so common. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hit you with that. Uh, but I'm talking to my girls. I'm like, mm. like but just know I did not listen. <laughs> I, was like, I just hit you with that. <laughs> I don't know what you said. I tell about telling your voice. Uh-huh. Right yeah, that should be my response. <laughs> Girl, I don't even know. Nod your head, like, uh huh. <laughs> All right, so on to today's topic. On to today's topic. Topic is going to be childhood. So it is does it affect? Does it affect your future relationships? Does it not? Because it could. Oh, yeah. hella. Hella. Does it? Definitely. It, it really Because. I mean, everyone's going to talk about, oh, you got to put that personal work in. You got to work on yourself. Most people aren't ever going to, so my answer is hell. It's definitely going to affect you. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, I mean, I don't know, man. It's it, it, it's, 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 everybody's experience is different. So, Markel has always been the womanizer. You always... <laughs> well... People say that a lot. you have a college shirt on. Or we have, I, no, we're not doing this. This guy's over here acting like this is yeah, true. Man. Anyways. Yeah, we, <laughs> Anyways. We're bumming so, it out here. He's still, like, looking like. <laughs> a lot. He's no, a he's lot. Not. Right, we're right. bumming it out here, <laughs> bro. You make um, me look hot with that so, thing on. <laughs> he, he's always been the womanizer, so I can see where your answer is coming from. Because you always just. Girls gravitate him. I, on the other hand, I'm not gonna lie. I was more like jockey, like I just wanted to play and everything. My dating experience actually did not happen until 
like 18. I was I was a lot older. Um, some people are just late bloomers. That's why I call myself a late bloomer. So from my experience, I can't say my childhood played a big part in who I am dating today. Yeah. I can't say that my childhood played a part because mine was more so of like, hey, dad, I'm going to go to the basketball court up the street and go play <laughs> like a couple hours and then I come back. Like everybody in my eyes, that's how like, innocent i guess is the word like how innocent i was was just like no nah, these are the homies until you learn like no these like none of these guys want to be your friends they, they're all trying to smash like so you're like so you're like you're like sanaa laden and uh loving basketball you kind of like exactly yeah exactly yeah, okay. i i wanted to be like the homies i wanted yeah. to kick it all the time okay, okay. i didn't think about dating that wasn't until like later in high school you knew the whole rule. You knew everything about what dudes did because you hung around with yep. dudes a lot. So that's, but that that's hard for a lot none. of guys. A lot of pressure. That don't save you none. Just <laughs> that didn't save me none at all. Yeah. It's just I just kind of think I knew how childish men could be. So I kind of knew what I didn't want to, what man I didn't want. Like I didn't want to date no one that's like my guy friends. Yeah. And I'm like, maybe that's one thing I can compare to. So I can say like. Because I had a lot of guy friends, like I play, I ran track, so that's co-ed. Okay. So, and yeah. I've been running since we've been running since we were seven. So I've always been. I didn't know you did track. Who you? Me, yeah, I did every sport: track, baseball, oh, basketball, karate. Sorry. I even tried out for water polo. Like <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. didn't know. I didn't so, know. It's to me. I guess I can say I can pull that experience is where I knew when I got older, where I was just like, oh God, I'm. Y'all are so silly, childish, disgusting. Oh God, disgusting. Y'all know. Art, burp, all that stuff. Yeah, all that smelly. Oh it's God, natural. you guys. Hey, <laughs> so I just always knew where I was like, okay, I don't date one like my guy friends. But that don't that don't that didn't say me nothing. Everybody, I think everybody get played. Every, you got it. That's your initiation. Is like, you gotta get played. <laughs> you gotta get gotta get played. Yeah. But you were you were the you were the inside, but they probably didn't use you as a source. Like, oh man, she one of the guys. She don't know much about girl. You know what I mean? Like, they probably... <laughs> uh, the guys the like, source as like a wingman, like to get them girls. Because yeah, you know, like you're a woman, you know, like oh yeah, she's not feeling you. Did they ever come up to you like, hey, um, can you help me with search? No, okay, see, no, see? I saw no. one. We had one friend that was like that. She just we never asked her for anything. It's like oh, she don't know. She no, yeah, know. literally, she literally, I'm, just, I'm, I'm almost positive that's what they would think. <laughs> they she one of the fellas, man. She played basketball with us. She don't, she don't have any girlfriends. <laughs> exactly. I think I had to tell, there was like a moment where I remember I had to be like, y'all don't have to dap me up. Like, I, I actually was never comfortable because I always knew I was a girl. I knew I liked guy things, but I liked girly things too. Yeah. I just liked sports, but I would, I always liked girly things. So I think one thing that did bother me about being a homie is like, don't dap me. You can, you can give me a little side hug. I'm a girl. They're like, What's up, I'm a girl. Man? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have to remind them like, I'm a girl. I forget that times. I, you know, we kids, I didn't, I, I didn't know. I, I did dap right. you. I was like, <laughs> okay, well, I guess we can get to the questions here. So. <clears throat> That was one of the questions, man. You just gave all that. Yeah, she's going in. No, it's all good. I'm going to about uh, my man Red Pill over here, so it's all right. <laughs> um, I guess the whole you know intro is pretty much yeah. So when yeah. when you were, I guess question one question we got when you were ten years old, 
what did your mother and father teach you about relationships? Or any other age? It doesn't have to be 10. Where was I in 10 years old? Fifth grade? You're in fifth grade. You're going 9, 10. I think the, the one thing I really remember from uh, like my childhood, especially like around that age, was just, I sort of realized just like how like kind of like aromantic my parents were. Like I didn't see them do a lot of PDA. And to this day, I still haven't. Right? Like I don't, I've almost never seen them hold hands. I don't really ever see them kiss. Yes. Like, I don't really see, like, my mom will like, will try and get some affection out of my dad. And he's kind of just like, yo, take this moment. Like, <laughs> he's like, well, hold up. This is, there's people watching. You should be cool. Like, it's so, I, I remember like around like fifth and sixth grade, I started noticing that. Like, oh. And then my parents didn't really teach me much, but man, they really told me, like, you better not have a kid early. Of course, I don't listen. And then what did you do? Of course, I don't listen. But there, that was like the one thing I remember. I don't remember anything else. <laughs> I, I didn't know. I didn't know she was halfway, okay? Like, I didn't know. No, that was just like something dad told you, right? Because he goes, like, not. So, yeah. So, based on the experience you saw with your family, right? That's yeah. kind of how you learned. They didn't teach you much of anything. You kind of just saw. Observed. Yeah. And, like, I think some people, like, observe things when they're kids. Yeah. And then they either do two different things. They either do that exact thing or, like, do the exact opposite thing. And so, like, for me, it was, like, growing up until my parents just not being very, very physical or not being very, like, romantic with each other. I was like, no. If I have a girlfriend, I'm going to be super physical, super romantic. Yeah. Yeah. And that actually got me a lot of trouble. Not trouble, but, like, it got my heart broken like a lot in like middle school and high school because I was like super lover boy status. Like, oh, you're my oh. girl now. So you were. Like, I'm like <laughs> writing letters and cards and do all this shit for you every shit. single day. Oh, and you know I'm a writer, so girls are getting poems like every single week for me. It doesn't work, you guys. Only works in the movies. Don't do that. Like, don't ever write a girl a poem unless it's funny as shit. If it's not funny, don't do it. I mean, I don't know. I guess for me, like my parents, well, my mom, because I kind of grew up with my mom, so. Um, I didn't yeah. get really much of the dad influence, but my mom didn't really taught me anything about relationships, actually. You know what I mean? She just worked, and I saw her come go to home, and, like, you know what I mean? I'll give her, I used to give her a kiss on the cheek. Oh, my mom, right? And then, uh, you know, stop that, you know? But um, I think what influence I got from was Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Like, Will Smith always pulling. <laughs> he was always pulling, a lot, man. Even though it was a script. A you know what I mean? Like, I learned a lot from that as a kid growing up. I was like, oh, man, he's Gets all the women, man. That's how it works. <laughs> not a bad reference. He got me along. It's not a bad reference at all because he was always truly himself. Um, even though he may be lying and trying to play, but that's like actually was himself. <laughs> you know, like that was that was how he worked it. Um, I feel like ten years old, my parents. You as parents, I don't think you should teach your kid at ten years old how to date. That's just me. I mean, it's so early to talk about that, especially let's say if you're like a a, a woman, they're, they're not gonna try to teach you to. They don't want you to date till like you're 18. But we also had strict parents, so yeah. like you know, I'm a daddy's girl, so I didn't, I didn't tell them like if I was talking to a guy or something. So because they never like he like I said, womanizer. Everybody knew this guy <laughs> or a couple ladies, and I'm over here just like I'm gonna go play basketball. They're so worried about you. <laughs> Um, so they never really knew. So that is, again, I had a lot of things I learned through dating. I had to teach myself. Uh, yeah. I just went like that. They let us be kids. They didn't force that on us. Yeah. Uh, my mom is like super old school, though. You know, black moms. Like, yeah. no red lipsticks, red nail polish, short shorts. 
<laughs> see, my mom was really lucky. She didn't have girls, so she was happy about it. But she didn't really care about anything. Like, yeah, so she's like, I'm glad, glad I didn't get no daughters. But I'm like, damn. <laughs> but okay, can I make a valid point? Because I feel triggered. Like, this is triggering. Okay, right, because, <laughs> because that's what everyone thinks. Like, oh, my girl's going to wild out. Da, da, da. This is the nigga that had the child that ate <laughs> <laughs> what do I do deserve that right now? <laughs> no, because of what you said, like, and get pregnant and steal and do all these crazy, wildish teenage things. Are we more booty and sassy? Maybe. But you niggas do dumb stuff. <laughs> we don't always do dumb stuff. We just have an attitude 90% of the time. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, we've got uh, the next next question here. <laughs> yeah, this question, please. So we already answered pretty much question number two. Yeah. Relationship parents. So um, another one is: Have you ever dated someone who had daddy issues or mommy issues? How did that affect the relationship? Um. Yeah. Yeah. I have. I have dated somebody with daddy issues, oh. and it literally fits the stereotype, right? Like in areas you think it'd be a What's benefit, it's a benefit. <laughs> And in areas where it's a detriment, it is a major detriment. What does right? the stereotype look like of a someone who has daddy issues? Uh, someone say a woman who has daddy issues. She is incredibly promiscuous, but she is always, always, always looking for the validation from men. Mm-hmm. And so, if you can recognize early, I hate to say this, but if you can recognize early that a girl you're gaming on has major daddy issues, right? Yeah. You can kind of do the carrot and the string. And just always hold it just outside her fingertips. Yeah. But it's also one of those things where once she has your validation 100%, she's not used to having real male validation. She's not used to actually having a guy respect her. She will move on. She yeah. will leave because this is the unknown for her. She's uncomfortable having some a man actually be accountable. So yeah. she is going to move on to another man who is less accountable than you. It's crazy. It sounds weird, but that's what happens. Wait. Yeah. We're going to move on to someone who's less accountable? So a girl who grew up with major daddy issues. Oh, okay, okay. Someone daddy issues. So girls who are close with their fathers do not spend time with men who aren't accountable. But girls who have really bad daddy issues or grew up just completely absent of any type of male, positive male role model will continue to bounce from guys who only give her a little bit of that validation to kind of give her a drug kick. But she's not going to stick the guy who gives her complete validation. That's the unknown to her. I also, I personally never dated someone who had daddy and mommy issues. It, actually, the people, the three boys that I was, I like had like close relations with, yeah. they have both their parents in their lives. Um, but what I can say just from seeing like <clears throat> girlfriends or just like friends, I also noticed like when the girl, I guess you want to say has like daddy issues, a lot of times the behaviors that they pick up is actually from their mother. Because now you got to look at why is your parents not together? Is it because oh. your dad was an actual dickhead and like couldn't get right and your mom is a G and she's like, you can go? Because that happens. Right. That's a thing. Or is it because your mother also was promiscuous and has 50 million and one boyfriends and falls head over heels and falls for the potential of a man and then is now like stuck and a lot of times those behaviors as like those don't stop so now you're a child growing up watching your mom date all these men yeah why would you not do the same just want to point out a feminist would never say that 
Feminists <laughs> will never admit the mom would be a problem ever. Oh, they won't. Don't say dad. Don't say dad. Ever. Always always I'm a womanist. Okay. I don't know what that means, but yes. I'm pro women. Okay. Just women power. Okay. Okay. That feminist shit that they get too far out there. Yeah, there's some there's some like militants like feminists. Yeah. Yeah, we call them feminists. All men are just in it. Like they're terrible. They're patriarchy. I'm a womanist. Wage gap. Yeah. Well, wait. wait. (laughs) We're not gonna go there. We're not gonna go there. We're not gonna go there. Wait. Wait. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen that all the time. I'm like, yeah. I've had a couple arguments with a lot of hardcore militant feminists out there. So yeah. It gets. You had a one on the podcast at one point, but <laughs> <laughs> we'll have one soon. That'd be interesting. <laughs> All right, mm-hmm. I, I think for me, like, mm, I don't know. I'm not. I mean, maybe it can link to like daddy issues because I've had dealt with girls that like had bad issues with ex boyfriends. Maybe that was through to a, a dad issue. Like a dad was either like a, like abusive or just a player or you know what I mean all, and she just doesn't trust men. It could be a lot of issues. I never really got too deeply with my conversations with the women I was talking to. Like, I never, like, I always thought, like, in my mind, like, your past doesn't dictate who you are, but I guess it does for everybody. Everyone's different. But, um, you know, I just never, like, got so deep into someone's, like, life where I need to know, like, all right, I'll, I'll go by observing. And I'm like, oh, shit, that's what your dad did? Oh, oh. Hmm. Maybe, like, oh, oh, that's, oh, that's <laughs> right. That's why you're like this. The girls you've dated, they were very, was it, like, very surface level? Or that was just like a topic, like that's cool because like some girls like overshare. Yeah, I, I think. Well, I mean, I, I my last ex didn't really have an issue with her dad. She was really close with her dad, so she looked for, like you said. How long ago was your last ex? Just curious. <laughs> Why do you do that? Why you gotta? Do that? <laughs> Why you gotta do that, man? You have a good time on here. <laughs> We're having a good time on here, just talking about other shit. Just, right. just yes or no question. More or is it more than five years ago? It's way more than five years ago. Okay, okay. We'll let, we'll let it be now. Just, yeah, I have yeah. questions. <laughs> right. He said, "Some someone commented Dante's last sex is when AOL came out." Oh, <laughs> oh my god, that's yeah, so nice. It, it's pretty close. <laughs> That's pretty close. He, I mean, he's really close. <laughs> I remember when it first came out, I, it was in a relationship. Yeah. <laughs> a digital relationship. That was kind of me. Whoever said that needs to apologize. It was Josh. It was your, your golden child, Josh. Hey, he's the golden child. Josh <laughs> is the golden child. Okay. <laughs> he also commented he likes smoking grooves, your shirt. Just by he the way. Does. Yeah. I he, does. He, didn't, he never went to a show, but. Yeah, I don't know why he talks like he's been there. Yeah. <laughs> he's just um, yeah, some some people, like I said, I guess someone commented, a lot of times women grow who grow up with absent fathers will be attracted to men who are emotionally, emotionally unavailable or distant. I guess that's true. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't have daddy issues, though. I'm the daddy's girl. I think... If I had, and again, I'm not trying to project onto you, right? I'm just gonna straight up say it. My sister dates guys who are emotionally unavailable. <laughs> I don't, I don't I think, know that until I'm involved. Though. But I, I don't think, know I think the reason she dates guys who are emotionally unavailable is because we've never really seen our parents be very romantic. I don't. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to say something. 
Go ahead, go ahead. Um, so I wouldn't say our parents have the you know, every relationship is different. Let me say this. Everybody's parents' relationship is different. You see some parents that are lovey dovey and everything in but their marriage actually could probably fucking suck. But our parents, they're just because of their own traumas and everything. I think I, my parents' love language is just different. I think they still show love, and I know how to read it. Um, so, like, my parents' love language is quality time and acts of service. My mom's an act of service. Like, she's like, are you hungry? What do you want me to eat? I thought of you. I bought this. And my dad's just like, do you want to ride with me? Do you want to do something? So that's how they show their love language. So I actually had this conversation with dad where I think love language can be passed down. So now I think like my love language for me is act of service and quality time. Like, so that's why I agree when you're like frequency and like, was it consistency or whatever? Frequency and consistency yeah. are the biggest indicators if somebody wants to be in an actual relationship. So I just <clears throat> happen. Okay, I, I only I can say like only one person has been emotionally unavailable that I got close to and then was just like that was that learning lesson, that learning curve where I was just like, You are the way you are. It's not my job to try to make you be nice or be kind or yeah. do the what I need you to do so we can feel secure in this relationship. Yeah. I'll go. You do you. Um so it's I don't know why I track that, but I also think men. So I, I I can't say it's me. I can't say I go for them. I think men come for me. So what's and I don't common I think men who are emotionally unavailable like my energy. They like how I make them feel, but because they're all fucked up in the head, they can't commit. And I'm one of those where I'd be by because you're not going to soak up all my positive and confident energy within myself because you're not confident within yourself i actually think it's a you're toxic i'm not toxic type of situation i think it's men are drawn to my energy men are drawn to me because i'm sure of myself i'm confident i um i bring i bring stuff to the table that's one thing about me i know i bring stuff maybe it made me a lot of money Shit that goes on the fucking table. <laughs> the table ain't empty. Okay? The table ain't, you go get fed. Um, right. Yeah, so I feel as though it's them, not me. Okay. I, I genuinely believe so we're related. I so. genuinely believe <laughs> it's a them thing and not me. I, so yeah. just to quickly add on to what Megan said, it's like halfway through her rant, I was going to tell her she was wrong. And then I had to think about it, and I was like, you know what? I do attract a bunch of really, really, really insecure women. Because you're very confident. And I just, it, again, people call me arrogant, bombastic, whatever, but reality is just, I just firmly believe I'm going to be okay. Like, nothing that bad will happen. If something really, really bad happens, I'll just get over it, eventually, right? I'll move on. I'll so, I, I can feel Megan on that, where it's like, I, I've dated a lot of girls who, they really just love my energy. But it wasn't like we were exchanging energy. They were just like a leech. Yes. And it was like, look, man, like, like I am super powerful. My energy, my positivity is limitless. And if I start feeling tired hanging out with you, that's a major red flag. (laughs) Oh, Oh. hey, none of that around here. 
emotionally unavailable, non-committal leeches. I don't know who that could be. Uh, <laughs> no, it ain't me. Maybe you talk about me. Maybe <laughs> you talk about me. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> have you ever dated? Oh, okay, we already did that. Dated a mama's boy, daddy's. No, girl. I never did. I did a daddy's girl before. It was interesting. You know, they're the greatest, right? I have dated a daddy's girl. They're good. They're cool girls. And they were. It was a great girl, but it was like it was she tough. Did way too much. Cause I do that. Because it's like, I'm sorry, like, I bring a lot to the table, but I can't fix nothing. I I, I do because I'm a daddy's girl. I do like when there's like resemblance of behavior where I'm just like, no. But that's because my parents are together. So, oh, I guess like what I said earlier is just dead ass wrong. Like, I guess it does affect your childhood. <laughs> <laughs> now that I'm able to say anything out loud, yeah. I never thought it really had an effect on my dating life until now. I mean, yeah. I, the only problem is what I deal with those daddy's girls. Like their dad is like looking at you like, like you know what I mean? Like it's that, it's that, you know what I mean? It's it's that pressure you get, and they don't they don't tell you that they're daddy's girl either. That's the worst part about it. <laughs> you get into it, so you're like, oh, oh yeah, this is my baby girl. Like da da da. And then I found out, oh, she's she's, she's daddy girl. I didn't I didn't I didn't know that. You had that family dinner, and she said, daddy, that's oh, my baby. You don't reach for it. Got to make sure you take care of her. Cause it, you know what I mean? Because everybody knows that's daddy's girl. Like everybody knows. Like the whole family. <laughs> the only ones just sitting there, like just looking around, like, oh damn. And then you find out, like, okay, yeah, she's daddy's girl. All right, let me make sure I don't fuck shit up. It's hard because I'm close with both my families. So this is. I mean, it's it's hard to say with family, with parents, especially with siblings, my brothers. I feel like there's a certain. It's hard to say if you're the youngest. Cause I'm the baby of my brothers. The mom is always gonna love you. Their mom is gonna love you, favor you a little bit more. <laughs> and the dad will always like the firstborn. Like for some strange reason, like they have some kind of connection. He's the first one to have his legacy. Yeah, first one so, to have the last name. Right. So it's just, I don't know, man. Like I feel like it's just that that that. Maybe I could be a mom's boy, but my mom, like she. <laughs> She, she's, I'm the baby to her. So regardless of whatever, how manly I am, my mom was always going to call me the baby, which is like, damn, fuck. He's grown, got a beard, everything. I'm still the baby. My mom is still treating me like a baby every time. <laughs> she said, I don't care how grown you are. You're still my baby. The baby, the little one in the family. You guys can get away with murder. See, it's probably for him too. He's probably the favorite one. I'm sure, I'm sure. Parents don't ever say, oh, no, you're not my favorite, you know. I love all you children. There's always a favorite. They always, that, I'm the favorite. That's, that's. So I'm not even going to front. Megan might actually be the favorite. I'm the favorite. Yeah. But the reason my parents keep me around and put up with my shit is because they know I'm going to fund their retirement eventually. So <laughs> <laughs> they're like, look, we can't kick him out because we know he has to fund our retirement eventually. He's the only one who thinks about money all the time. Like, <laughs> I mean. So we need him to just be happy so he can give us money later. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, we're going to take a 30 second pause and to jump into some other content. We'll jump right back into the episode right after this in a bit. Stay tuned. Hey guys, just giving you guys a quick reminder that we have a website for Y Day Podcast. It's on www.ydaypodcast.com where we have all the platforms where all this episode is on. And we're on SoundCloud, Apple, Google Play, 
and we're also on uh, Spotify. So, and we also actually have this video, um, the episode of the video, on our YouTube channel, on the Wide Date Podcast web, uh, YouTube channel, which is also in that website. And we have a Patreon website as well. Now, if you guys want to donate $5 a month, is we're going to give you guys the all-exclusive behind-the-scenes content where 30, 45 minutes prior, before the episode, we're going to have a Q&A, a live Q&A with the guest speaker that we have here. Sometimes we typically have dating coaches. We have motivational pe- speakers on here. So any questions you guys want to ask, feel free to do that. Go on to It's also on the Patreon website on our, our on our Why Date podcast episode. And just put it in there. And Or if you want to just become a Patreon and get all the exclusive content, it's also in there too as well. And let's get back into the episode. Alright, so we're going to go into the... Because I guess there was a certain section that was Bob Moshe on baggage. Yeah. That's his childhood experiences now. Do you remember right. witnessing... Man, stop highlighting stuff, man. It's good. Come on. That <laughs> <laughs> <It> was you. <laughs> <laughs> so do you remember witnessing certain things your childhood that influenced how you felt and what made you attractive and how you go about life? I'm a girl. Of course I know. Yeah. Okay, well... Sh- I feel like guys are so much easier. I remember everybody called me chicken legs, Megan. <laughs> Anyways, no, it's not true. No, I just remember growing up, uh, I was like a total gamer in high school, middle school, like, yeah. a, like a really hardcore gamer. And so for me, it was like, you weren't a man unless you were like 350 pounds of muscle. Oh, yeah. Right? Like if you weren't like this super jack space marine, like you weren't a man. Yeah. And I grew very, very slim. Now I feel that a little bit, but at the time I was incredibly slim and I was very tall. Yeah. And so it was like, I always looked in the mirror and was like, oh, I'm really unattractive because I'm not like this giant Ronnie Coleman or Schwarzenegger type Ronnie dude <laughs> covered in power armor with a giant shotgun. It was like, I'm not a That's man. Funny, I would have never thought like you thought like that. I mean, I've been, I've been cocky forever. Forever. He's like, always been a cocky yeah. dude. But it's like, as a kid, I was just like... You know, like, why can't I be this, like, super Jack Spartan off a of Halo? Why can't I go kill hundred dudes like homework Call of Duty? Like, I thought I wasn't a man because I wasn't this, like, super hardened warrior who, like, had this super terrible life. And I remember, like, I grew up in the Burbs, right? Yeah. I remember just, like, really, really judging myself and thinking I wasn't a man because I didn't grow up with, like, some incredibly horrible childhood. Yeah. And I thought my childhood was invalidated because it wasn't horrible. It sounds really crazy, and I carried that around for a very long time until I realized, shit, those are the cards that I was dealt. And in the end, I really don't want those other cards. You know, man, it's so crazy. Like, for me, I feel like back then, if you weren't, like, a little dude that was, like, fighting or no thug or no crazy-ass dude, you weren't pulling any females. If you're not, like, some – because all the girls I was trying to talk to, they, like, dudes that were, like, just straight, like, like fighting people, aggressive, like, bad boys. They were out there just – Right, just living their life with a leather jacket, riding a motorcycle out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they So I always thought, like, man, damn. Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> oh, damn. Right. I mean, so we want bad. no break dancer. We, we want someone who's street dealing right no now. No break dancer. You said break dance? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just shoot the Yeah, they're like, if you don't got a brick in your bag right now, I don't want you. Like. <laughs> <laughs> So and then it, I didn't like, know had it that hard. It was like, oh, you don't got a kilo on you? You can go. You can go. 
I mean, and I feel like as a, as I grew up and then into high school, that kind of changed. The bad boys were still around, but they were they weren't like bad boys who were athletes. They, yeah, <laughs> I don't know how that came hand in hand. Late nineties, rising jock. <laughs> like, Everyone was like, "Yeah, man, don't mess with him. He's a badass, man. He fucking like fought this one person last night, last weekend at a party, and now he's gonna play football next day." Like, I'm like, damn, like fuck. Do I gotta fight people to like. And I used to try to get hella mad. I used to try to get like hella tough. I was like, what? I was like, why am I mad? Why am I so angry? And I realized oh, that's not working for me. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm a nerdy, I'm a nerd guy. Uh, I'm trying I, to think of certain things. One thing I will say that I've, I've definitely noticed and is something that I, I've really picked up on is like now that like social media is like super duper big, like girls really just don't fall for the flex anymore. No. Like unless they're really just low quality women, like women really don't fall for the, like back then, like if you had some chains or you had at least two or three different pairs of Jordans, like you could really trick a girl into thinking you had hella money. But now it's like, because social media is so out there, people are so used to seeing two different sides of people, social media and then in real life. Like, yeah. girls don't fall for the flex. And authenticity is so much more appreciated now and valued now than it was then. Yeah. And so I feel like only now am I really actually, like, not just, like, getting girls attracted to me, but actually developing somewhat of a meaningful relationship. Yeah. Because they appreciate the fact that I'm me. I'm not always just flexing something I don't have or I'm not. Yeah. I feel like a lot of that is true because we see, I mean, just growing up, too, we, even, we can even watch, like, music videos People flexing like hella cars, chains, all this other yeah. stuff. But I was like, oh man, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't gonna get that. <laughs> so it was just that was just that fantasizing type of thing. So, I mean, for the women, since you're the only woman on this episode today, we're gonna ask you: Does those things are those things true? Were you generally attracted to that? I mean, even from your end, from a woman's perspective too, like. Uh- to generalize it, it's situational. Obviously, it depends on that girl and that person. Um, it's really hard to speak for most. Uh, but yeah, I guess bad boys is the type. We want someone who's confident. We want someone who's going to protect us. We want someone who's a hustler, who's player, who's going to get it, who's funny, who's cute. Like Everybody loves it. Yeah. But a lot of the times, when you find out what comes along with that. There are a lot of people who hate him. So now when you ride with him, you and his bullshit now. And maybe he's not as mature because he's on all this other hype shit and he's dragging you down with him. So now both of you guys are bozos and both of you guys are broke now. Bozos. So it depends. It's like to find someone who's badass and really about their shit is a rarity because a lot of you niggas are flexors. And like you said, like <laughs> a lot of like, you know, you guys, it's called fake it till you make it. So, um, and there's a lot of girls who are down for the come up. But a lot of the times you niggas lie so much that it's like, Okay, wait. You're telling me you you made me think you had all this shit. <laughs> you don't have nothing, oh. and you want me to stay down with you? It's like I thought we were about to die. That's <laughs> what happens if you was a front DMB. DMB. Oh, we got. <laughs> first off, like I had someone lie to me that someone lied. You know, mm. the Gemini. Mm. He lied Damn, and dude. said that he he made me believe he had a car. And he lived in Hayward. And he made it seem like he had all this shit. And long story short, because it was only a very short story, um, actually, 
So come to find out it was his friend's car that he would go borrow to come book it out here to visit with me. If you would have just said that from jump, do you know how I'd have been like, that's so romantic. <laughs> wow, like you would borrow someone's car? Like your homies? Have- no, you made it seem here. You lied that it was in the shop for fucking weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. And, weeks and, weeks. and all types of stuff made me drive my car back and forth. Pick your ass. Really? I'm still getting working. They're working and on an alternator right now. I can't get out there. And I drove a truck, so nobody wanted to drive that. And, had and come to find out, Disney, you never had a car. And those other things. <laughs> hey, dudes, man. Yeah. <laughs> Them Hayward dudes. So, so I can say yes and no. If, yeah. you're, if you're a girl, and I like the word that you use, low quality. If you're a low quality girl, you're going to fall for those low qualities. If you're a high quality girl, you're going to see what's high quality and what's low quality. And that's that on that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, that makes sense. I mean. Just that on that. Task- <laughs> So that part where she's talking about, like when she started a little rant in the very beginning, when you do your little snippets for Instagram, you got to make sure that's the clip we use. You know, man, I just randomly use that stuff. I just, it, it, it sends me all notifications. Just so you guys know, okay, the app I use is Headliner. They send me random stuff and I, and I can't edit it. Like for some reason, I can't edit the clip. So whatever they send me, I'm like, oh, I'll just use that one. Because mm. <laughs> it, it makes it for you. The one they use either, was it today or, or last night or something? That one was yeah. hella fun. Oh yeah, I was like, I don't want to get ran on. I usually go, why do you say it like that? <laughs> I just like, oh, <laughs> I just ran, on, that ran through. I'm like, yo, if you did it today, you don't get ran on. He's like, yeah, I'm not trying to get ran on. I'm like, wait, yeah, why do you say it I ain't like that? Trying to get ran through. Nah, I ain't trying to get ran on, man. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I don't like that. I don't like. I don't like knowing yeah, someone. Yeah. I, don't, I don't like when someone has an advantage of me like that. <laughs> but I just I actually want to point out, like, you can be about your shit as a woman and not hate men. Yeah. Like you can be about your shit. You can know the game. You can respect yourself. You take care of yourself, and then not consistently look at men as the enemy. Well, that's when you correct. And that's when you start to notice, like, dating can be fun. Yeah. Dating doesn't have to be traumatizing. Dating doesn't have to be hurt feelings all the time. Sometimes it's, oh, he texted me today. I didn't text him. We just don't talk again. But if I were to run into him in the store, I'd be like, oh, what's up? What's happening? Like, you know, it's cool. But dating can be fun. It doesn't have to be traumatizing. Man, everyone teaches us traumatizing, man. I feel like, I, yeah, I mean, yeah. you say that now, but the girls, when they get a little older, it ain't fun no more when they're still single. They start getting a little, little aggressive these days. That biological clock starts ticking. Yeah. Man, that biological, it ain't fun at that point. So. And, and girls always be like, oh, that's not true. We're not worried about that because we can have kids very healthily well into our late 30s. Yeah, but ain't nobody trying to have a kid though at 38. That's the thing. So even if with modern medicine and you're super healthy, you can healthily deliver a baby in your late 30s, early 40s, ain't nobody trying to kill a mom at 40. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, the pressure's still there. Yeah, so the clock's ticking for the, for the women, especially when they're in their 30s. It's ticking. Yeah, I think, though... He said lies. He that's said when, lies. It comes to, <laughs> when it comes to the point, though, of like you said, like when you get in your 30s, well, I'm talking from... I'm, I'm speaking of the standpoint of where I'm young. I don't have to be nobody's wife. I don't have to be nobody's baby. And I don't have to be no stepmom. So if I want to date and have fun, I can't. But I think it does. It comes to a time where it's like, unless you, you're okay with being single and you don't mind that, cool. But there's a time where, and it happens to men too, 
where you sit down one day and you're just like, all right, maybe, maybe I should just stick to like one girl. And usually that's in your late 20s, early 30s. Men don't mature until they're late 20s. It makes no sense for me to try to marry someone at a man at age 25 because women are naturally more mature than men. So just because I'm mature at 25, men aren't mature at 25. They don't mature until they're about 28, 30, when they're done with their young face because men enjoy being young. Women get too stuck and on that biological I saying that there, huh? Saying it? It's hard to say, man, that women are more mature, man, than dudes. I, I don't know, man. Have you ever dated a woman? Do you know what we're dealing with? I, I feel like when I talk to certain <laughs> women, when I talk to certain Emotional women. Emotional <laughs> I don't think has nothing to do with I, I think what you're meaning is like willingness to have a family and settle down. Right. I think that part. Yeah, I think the the part that women are a lot more easier to settle down than dudes. I get that. That's true. That is a maturity, but communication is it maturity? It it's a sign of adulting. Okay, let's just say adult. Just because, just because they're willing to settle down, and start a family, doesn't mean they're going to get a good life. I guess I'm just talking so, from my personal but, but I, experience. I, I generalized like, it, and I shouldn't have generalized it. It's my personal experience. We're in, I'm just trolling a little bit. Like. Oh, I'm different. We, we, I'm talking about the like, communication. I think, like, we're talking like, about communication, yeah, yeah because I'm talking about overall certain, behavior, yeah, yeah. certain communication. I have factors. If I tell a girl the truth, you cannot communicate at age 25. <laughs> if I tell a girl the truth, ah, they just like flip out because, like, I felt like I have to talk to them or do a white lie. Just so they won't be irrational. So irrational yeah. is a sign of maturity, right? Because you, if you, one girl told me, like, how many girls, you, how many girls do you hook up with? No, 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 no. Tell me, tell me right now. And I told her, oh, that's so, that's gross. I'm like, well, you, I, you asked me for the truth, so I'm just gonna lie and say, okay, you two. Lied. You should have lied. The Dude, answer is always. That's what I'm saying. The answer is always. What did I say in the group chat? That's what I'm saying, though. Why do I have to lie? What did I say? That's what I said. Look, you want my real answer? Lie or don't say anything. Don't ever say the real number. Ever. I said, you will. First of all, don't answer the question. No, ever be happy with the number. Don't answer the question. Rule number one: Don't answer that. You're 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 making very valid points here. You're not wrong. If a girl turns around and you're on a date or if you're chilling, she says, "How many bodies you have?" Let her go. She mentally cannot handle what. Ever is about to happen between you two. But, but Absolutely. So I totally agree with that. Yeah, that's like me lying to a kid saying that there's no Santa Claus. Like, oh, there's Santa Claus? I'm like, oh, okay, I guess I gotta lie to him. It's, I mean, his kid's like 10 years old now. He should know that Santa Claus is, you mean, sorry, Santa Claus. Did you see your son here? <laughs> that's a great comparison. That's a very valid comparison. Is, is your son here, though? Is he hearing it? I don't want, I don't want to ruin it for if he. he you're gonna walk in the room. But the one thing what? I really want to say though, it's like super important about the sexual dating marketplace is and you're not gonna like this, but I'm gonna go ahead and say it. I won't for most women, their peak desirability, like where men want them the most, is between twenty and twenty-five. Yeah. I would say for eighty percent of women, men will consider women and there are a lot of women who carry that beauty well into their thirties, but they work at it day and night. Most women don't. Most women hit 25, 26, 27, 28. All those party years catch up. They're well into their careers or they're starting families. The gym and health becomes less of a priority. Staying youthful and young becomes less of a priority. What does that have to do with maturity? 
But what I'm saying is this. It's like, why don't men want to settle down when they're like 27, 28, 29? Because now they're peaking. Men don't peak in high school. Women peak at the end of high school up until 25. Men are just now starting to get their own place in the dating marketplace at 28 because they have 10 years of trial and error. So we just figured out how to learn how to talk to girls at 10 years of trying at 18, right? We probably, or our testosterone is peaking at this point, right? We may or may not be hitting the gym. Women like men who are generally a couple years older than them, right? So at 29, if we're four years older, not a huge gap since the same generation, yeah. we tell us girls are 25, we're still kind of hitting that peak. But around 25, 26, women hit a wall. And around 28, all the way to like 35, men are really starting to hit like the top of their peak. Because women like, women like security, they do. So I'm peaking. I don't know about all these other women. I'm peaking. I'm starting now. I'm only going up from here. I'm getting better. So I don't know all these other like peak between 20 no, no, no. and 25. But that's I, this, this year is my peak. Right. But women, most women don't have that mentality. Mm. We've already, you know, most girls don't think like you. We've already established that. Mm. Most girls, especially at 25, 26, 27, they're settling down. They're really deep in their careers at this point. They're out of college. They're out of college for a few years. Probably having kids at this point, right? If they were just crazy party animals, it's all catching up at this point, yeah. right? So, so men don't want to settle down because women are going to get fat? Men don't want to settle down because we're just now getting women. At 25, 26, oh. 27, guys are just now learning how to get women. So then what was the point of bringing all that other stuff? Because I'm telling you, like, the reason a man's not going to have that maturity, quote-unquote, in his early 20s is because he doesn't know shit yet. He hasn't had a chance. He doesn't have a so, car. He doesn't have a house. That's what party. I said. Women at 25 are more mature than men at age 25. Okay, fine. That's fine. what I said. Yeah. And then you proved it. Right. But that's mm -hmm. also why, like, at, that on our side. So <laughs> I'm not saying you're not wrong, right. but I'm just saying I'm right, too. <laughs> God, this is what happens again. It's like another me. Holy shit. Too much. Wait, moving on. Yeah, my point was finished. My point was finished. Too much. That men don't want to settle down as they're nearing 30 because they're just not hitting their peak sexual marketplace. Yeah. And women outside of 25 are really into locking the men down because they know the walls are there. Yeah, that makes sense. I can say that. That, that I agree with. There's certain behaviors, but I was like kind of like talking about communication. But yeah, that, that makes sense. Behavior-wise, yeah. <laughs> I think even at communication, I feel like men cannot communicate. <laughs> I don't think I'm right. <laughs> no, no, no. I think it's like you said earlier, a man will say what he means and girls just don't believe it. Yeah. You, you just said it already. You should just told her no. You should just say, you should say true. We need to say what we mean. You don't believe us. Why do I got to lie? <laughs> We're not bad communicators. Like a girl. No, all, you guys can't. Be you all. guys are bad communicators. That is one part of the communication. I guess we can say we're at fault at. But you men. So don't take men talking less total being as bad communicators. Just because we're not going to sit there and talk about a thousand things we're not really upset about and avoid the one thing we're upset about, <laughs> we're bad communicators. If you're avoiding the one thing that you're upset about, that's bad That's what women do. <laughs> women will talk about everything bothering them except for the thing bothering them. Like, oh, no. No, we explain our, We would be like, this is your problem. This is what's happening. Why is it like this? What do you have to say for yourself? And then you're going to be like, but I wasn't chewing gum, though. <laughs> Go answer that one part of the text. Uh -huh. <laughs> so I think we're, we're almost up on time. All right. Um, so I'll ask one more question. I think the rest of the questions are using buzzwords, so I'm not going to say those. Yeah. I saw that. I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> just, just say it. No, I'm not saying it. No way. I was, already, I was on the hot seat last time. <laughs> it was terrible. Oh, who made that idea? 
right. <laughs> what red flags do people normalize because of childhood? That's a good one. Last question. I have a uh, I would definitely say arguing, yelling and arguing and name calling, for sure. That is something that happens in a lot of relationships. You just go off on somebody because you just are upset. You got to let them know how you feel. You just go off on your partner because you've seen your parents go at it your entire childhood. Yeah. That's fucked up. You don't do that. One thing I can say, and the one thing I, I can't say all my relationships have ended well, but the one thing that I have consistently and frequently brought to every real relationship that I've cherished, we didn't do that. Yeah. I didn't just go for someone's neck when I felt like going for their neck. Sometimes I might just hit them with a vicious one-liner and I feel really bad about that, yeah. but I never just went for someone's neck ever. I didn't do any name calling ever. I was really big on that. Never do any name calling. I never saw my parents do it. And I love that. Yeah. I've never seen my parents name call ever. Crazy. I mean, it's, you know, that's a different story. That's a different story. <laughs> but like in the heat of the moment, my parents have always done, like when it just got to that boiling point, my parents have always been like, all right, I'm going to walk out the yeah, room and we'll, like... we'll handle it later. And then the second thing is arguing in public. I've never been about that shit. Okay. To me, I that's mean, like yeah. number one disrespect. Boy, like, I don't care how mad you are. You start some shit that in public. Should not, should not as far as anybody needs to know, we're the best we're the best couple in the room. As far as anybody needs to know, we A1, we golden, we the it couple. Jay-Z and Beyonce want to be us. That's that's it. Jay-Z and Beyonce want to be us. That, that's how I feel. I'm gonna so definitely one thing I, I picked my childhood was I'm not going to name call. I'm not going to just come for your neck when I feel like I'm upset or I want to put you down. Do not go arguing in public. Okay. Okay. Are you agreeing with everything he's saying? Maybe. Yeah, actually. Um, I'm guilty of going to fuck off on someone and <laughs> out of the name and he never talked to me again. He We broke up and he didn't speak to me for a whole year deserved yeah. it and we talked it and we're cool like we deem each other and everything we're still cool one dude i called him the asshole he straight up was like don't ever disrespect me again but he was such a real nigga that i was just like you're right i shouldn't disrespect you i disrespect you one one dude came from me he was like you disrespect me and don't he's like i don't tolerate that shit he made it very clear and i got checked and i'm one of those though i'm very like okay you're right yeah i'm not sorry you're doing too much um so i go to say only once so i got not Twice I've done that, and both times both those men set me straight. And so, <laughs> like, I don't mess with busters. Like, my dudes, they do not mess with it. They're they're about this shit. They're adults. They want to be treated as adults. They want adult things. So if I came out childish, I always had men check me like you're being childish, and I'm like, you're right. You're right. I apologize for being outlandish. So I agree. I think the only time, and I've had to check a girl like multiple girls multiple times because whatever they just say something crazy like in public. That's my biggest thing. Like, like that's just that's the biggest thing for me. It's like, don't ever embarrass me. Don't ever, don't ever make me look stupid for walking around. Yeah. And so, multiple times, the girls say something, and I always have the same fucking line. Look, we're in public. We're here to have a good time. You're not trying to have a good time. We can go home separately. That's the only thing I'm gonna say is like, I'm here to have a good time. If you're not here to have a good time, we can go home separately. Yeah. I mean, people sometimes it's just it's that simple. Like, I'm not gonna tell you what you are going to do or what you ain't going to do. I'm only ever going to tell you what I'm going to do. <laughs> what you're not going to do. Drop your ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, right. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do right now. I'm going to keep on. I'm going to leave. I'm going to dip. And you feel like stupid by yourself. Or you're going to walk home. And I hope you're far. Like, 
Yeah, I'm definitely not open to uh, the public shit too, man. Uh, that's too mm-hmm. much. Yeah. That's like probably the one I agree with the most. I hate feeling embarrassed, and I'm one of those. I'll cry, and I'll make it. I'll make it worse because now I'm gonna sit here and cry. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I was gonna make it look bad on him. <laughs> like he hit you. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna be like, if you fucking yell at me in public, I'm going to be like, <gasps> like I'm going to cry. I don't like it. I don't like. It. Just wait, and like I'm one of those like, just wait till we get in the motherfucking car. Just wait till we get in the car. I'm gonna clean out. Oh, we be fighting now. Right. <laughs> Why would you say that? Why would you embarrass me? Said. All right, now we can go at it. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. What about you? Me? Mhm. What was the question? Uh, what was the question? <laughs> uh, flags. Red flags. Red flags. Normalize. Normalize. I don't know. I mean, I can base it off of, I mean, what, Ooh, what, how do you feel about something that's normalized now is like the excessive like pictures and videos that are like, uh, like of the relationship put on social media, like screenshots of conversations. Oh, do you think that should be normalized? Are you okay with like the exploitation of your relationship? It's hard. It's tough to say, man, because that's a lot of exposure right? You're already out there. And then let's say if it ends really bad, she's, that person has to take it all down. Everyone's going to wonder what happened. They're going to know all your whole business. True. I mean, it depends if you're dating like someone's like an influencer and they're going to post that. But for me, it's just like, okay, shoot. I'm with the influencer. This is expected to happen. All right. Like that gives you more of a motivation to kind of keep it there. Cause it's, I was, now it's gonna make me look like I'm the asshole. In the end of the day, like, it don't matter. She's an influencer. Like, you break it up to her, you're going to be the asshole regardless. So it's like, damn, shit. Okay, all right, let me make sure. But even if it's not an influencer, it's just you two are just regular 1,000, 2,000 followers. And she's like, you're in the kitchen cooking in your drawers. And she's like, oh, my man's in the kitchen cooking in your drawers. And post <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, I don't know you about that. Put it on her story. too much. Um, but it's also kind of one of those things where it's like, you guys both follow me on it. Flashy. This mother effort doesn't follow me on Instagram. Well, that's that's the problem because then I got to do the same thing. I don't know if I'm in, if it's a synonym for me to do the same thing and post it. So, how, hey, babe, how can you didn't post our pictures of us on uh, Instagram? I'm like, yeah. all right. So that now because like I'm not necessarily on it like super heavy. Right. So that, now it gives me an obligation. I have to get on that level of exposure mm-hmm. doing it all the time. I feel like there's still like a push. I, for me, that's that's hard for me to say. Someone said, "Yeah, Dante, what's a red flag?" Filipino girls that have natural booty. He's not answering. See, he, he don't even be answering questions. He's like, mm, that's I'm like giving up personal beats. <laughs> should be normalized. I, I mean, I don't, I'm trying to think what's a, what's a red flag that can be normalized. I, I mean, yeah, the fighting is one, but there's just one I can think of. I mean, it's, man. Subbing. I don't think that should be normalized. Oh, yeah. Subbing. So you guys are adding stuff. I can't even think of it. That's a good one. Subtweeting, no, fucking that. I think I think a red flag could be to me is uh, holding in feelings and emotions. Holding, like yeah, just, like kind of keep holding uh, back. Because I growing up, my my mom did that a lot. Like she held in a lot of our emotions and everything like that. That yeah. worked and it it was cool. But like I felt like that's that you're not communicating with the person you're with. If it's yeah. someone that you're saying you kind of like either you're fearful of that person or you're fearful of their response, and you don't say nothing. That could be a big red flag for me. I mean, just yeah. what I've seen. I don't think it works that well. 
for that. Yeah, see, I got something to say. I answered it. <laughs> Sometimes you got to ask, though. So I asked once, she asked once, and somebody got me in the comments. So, like, how many times you got to ask? Other people got me on the comments. Yeah, Dante, what's your red flag? <laughs> that's a big one i mean sometimes in the moment you really have to just like suck it up bucko like you really have to just ignore something happening in the moment to like take care of it yeah but it's like if you just leave it there boxed up you just don't yeah. ever handle it no that's bad news bears for sure so well josh asked a question he said who do you will this be like last question i guess who do you have to be to establish your clear boundary to prevent triggers like who do you have to be yeah Alpha. Like, no. who do you have to be to establish clear boundaries? You have to be the person who wants to have boundaries. You have to be the person who's, who understands not having boundaries is worse than having boundaries. That's like, you got to be like, well, look, if I don't establish this line, this is going to be very bad for me and my potential partner if this line gets crossed. It's an alpha thing to do, whether you're a man or woman. Standing up for yourself and saying what you will and won't stand up for, that's alpha. You agree? If you're an alpha chick if you do that. If you're an alpha chick and say, look, you're not going to do X, Y, Z. That's true. Alpha. I guess, you know. you, I guess you're right. Okay. You agree? Like, fully agree? Up, but. but I think that's the only way to establish a boundary is that you have to state it. Yeah. You, you have to. A lot of times, too, you never know what's a boundary until it happens. That happens to me a lot where I'm just like, like a dude would do something and I'm just like, oh. First of all, I don't like how that made me feel. That was like some weird shit. It's like an unknown, unknown. Like, yeah. You didn't know this was a possibility. Yeah. And so then I have to be like, yo, like, I wasn't feeling what you did there. And typically it's always a, mis a misunderstanding. Yeah. Um. So it's like, I don't like how you did that. And then they probably explain themselves and it's like, all right, cool, but don't do it again. Yeah. Like, I'm not with that. The whole, I think, setting standards, uh, the boundary when you're in public. Like, you never know it's triggering until that happens. Nobody knows they don't like being embarrassed in public until, like, somebody does something embarrassing in public, and you have to tell them, like, don't you ever do that shit again. Like, what is wrong with you? So, yeah. But I don't, I don't know if that makes you alpha. Well, that's an alpha thing to do because someone who's uh -huh. insecure of themselves would never set the boundary. You keep getting hurt. That's true. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, I mean, yeah. That, I mean, either alpha. that or... <laughs> <laughs> Like people, I mean, I know alpha is typically considered like the super like masculine thing. Alpha is masculine energy. It is on the masculine side of the spectrum. It is. But it's not like confined to one gender. It's a masculine energy trait to be self-knowing. That is masculinity, to know yourself. That's why hyper-masculine dudes are always really arrogant and selfish. That's all masculinity is, is to know yourself and then femininity is to know the world. That's the best way to explain it. What? Yeah. Why can't femininity be the well, best way you know yourself as a woman and masculinity is the because, best way you know yourself because they're not respected for gender feminine mass it sounds weird feminine and masculine are not tied to man and women. oh so everyone like imagine like you have like a weighted scale in your brain yeah and some of it's masculine some of it's feminine. got it like you have that's it but see people said they like your your boundaries your method of setting boundaries alpha someone said alpha sounds familiar uh, yeah, you, you, that was a good, that was a good answer. <laughs> I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> Be, alpha. Be alpha. Be alpha. And everybody wants to know what is alpha is just knowing yourself and then setting your own boundaries for everything around you. 
And you can be too alpha. Like, you can yeah. be too alpha. <laughs> and you can be predator. too feminine, right? Because feminine is a reactive state. So if you're too feminine, you're always being emotionally reactive because you have no guards whatsoever. Yeah. Right? Like, this is the women. And it's not always a bad thing, but it can be. These are the women who, like, cry during, like, puppy commercials. It's like, that dog did nothing to you, and you're sad of some potential story that hasn't even happened yet. And it's like, that's a little too feminine. Like, you know what I mean? Anyways, but... I'll peek. It's really triggering up here because I'm still grouping feminine to women, but I'm over here trying to. Well, feminine energy and masculine energy, right? Men typically have more masculine. Women typically have more feminine. Yes, but everybody has a mix of both. It's just like a different diet. Yeah, I'm over here trying to make sure, like, in my mind, that's okay. That looks like black coffee and whole milk. Michael, look at you, did, bro. What that's our argument? Or what? I got a couple on there. I got a Hui and uh, uh, Hui and Kim on here. Like, yeah, the yeah, alpha. She's like, oh, what happens if you're too alpha? What happens? Like, like what happens if you're too alpha? You die alone. Nobody will like you. Nobody will like you. <laughs> Nobody no, no. Will like if you're too alpha, you will die. Like, I hate it's weird saying this. The most alpha, the most incredibly alpha, is like a narcissistic, arrogant psychopath. Like, these are the men who will only ever do for themselves and don't care whether they're hurt and step on to get to what they want. That is the far, far end. Like, the farthest you could possibly go is, like, just incredible amount of just narcissism and Machiavellianism and just psychopathy. Machiavellian? That's the farthest you can go. And people who are just so fucking alpha typically don't have any true friends because people, they're not accountable, right? Um, they typically don't have relationships with their family because they only look out for themselves and typically die alone because they can't stay married. Alpha would think you're just too weak. <laughs> yeah, if you, if you told an alpha person that, they'd be like, no, nah, you're just fucking weak. That's weak. Be the, that'd be the response. <laughs> right. Apex predator. <laughs> okay. Same. Like, do you think like a silverback gorilla gives a fuck what somebody else thinks? Like, no, he doesn't. <laughs> just smash him. <laughs> Get out. He's like, what? You don't like this? <laughs> Hulk smash. Yeah, he's like, I don't care about that. Dang, you guys make it look like a freaking too much alpha. Like someone's just so crazy ass. Some alpha siblings. What can we say? Like you don't take shit from nobody. That's just like just some ass kickers. It goes back to like the subject of this whole thing where my parents really let us figure out a lot of shit on our own. Um, Some people may think like that's bad parenting, Um, but I think. Our parents kind of knew we had such strong personalities that it was okay that we could just we could figure it out. Like, too, like they never yeah. let us be soft. Yeah, they never let us they be like, soft. Like, pussy backs. Like never. my dad, because I'm an, I'm the crybaby, and my dad's the first one to be like, "So what are you just gonna be upset about it forever, and then just never be happy, and you're just gonna live a sad life?" And I was like, "Well, we feel like that. I guess I might as well get over it." Like you know, like. Like, they'll tell you, like, it's not a big deal. Um, my mom's very good at seeing both sides of things, but she's also one of, my dad has a softer approach, and my mom's just, like, cutthroat. She's just going to tell you how she feels. And, and that's your mom, and that's got to toughen you up. And you I'm a mama's to... boy, I absolutely got Absolutely. So, like, my delivery is always like, okay. boom, 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 get the facts, deal with it. And, and just, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I can be 100% wrong. But my confidence and my my, my theory when Aggression. I deliver it, like nobody wants to question it, which is kind of a detriment to me yeah. that nobody wants to tell me that I I'm wrong. I tell him That's why I have my sister here. She'll tell me that I'm wrong. She's not always right when she says that, but you know, she'll try. She'll do her best. I'll try. I'll try to make her wrong. 
it's crazy. Actually, the only person I can think of like who's super alpha is is like Negan from Walking Dead. I feel like he was super alpha. Yeah, he's like almost too alpha in the opposite way. Yeah. But, he, didn't, but didn't he like try to like after like try to be oh I mean he I, mean, I didn't like, finish. Well he did it to survive. Who's only nice to live. If God, he would have never just changed I on never his own. continued to watch. I stopped at the part where he started to turn nice. If homeboy still had his crew, he would have never turned nice. He's alpha. No, yeah. <laughs> like, that's a like, good that's a good example. Yeah. He's just too alpha. alpha the opposite. Yeah, he was like, yeah. I feel like only alpha people. Think Darth Sidious from the Emperor alpha? from Star Wars. Yeah. From Star Wars, the Emperor from Star Wars. Like he was just so alpha the opposite way. He would just destroy entire planets he didn't like. He's like, you're y'all too weak. Blow him up. Thanos. Oh my god. Thanos. I'm sorry. Thanos is in my eyes. He's OG. <laughs> A soul for soul. <laughs> yeah, he was just like, was it worth it? Uh, you know, yeah. With his aftermath, he looked like he was kind of weak. He was like, "Well, I did what I did with the Infinity Gauntlet." That's that's literally it. killed <laughs> half of the universe, half of known existence, just so his own ideals are going. <laughs> snap his like, feet. Half the motherfuckers gotta go. Yeah, like he just snap him away. Turn the pixie dust. Like wow. It's like, man, why did he do it? He killed half of. You mean he told me he killed half of people on the on Earth? <laughs> yeah. And no, like not Earth. It was universe. Was it universe? Or was no, because Apple never sacrificed himself like that. That's true. Or, like, I'll, that I'll, far I'll, over. Like that's something like Iron Man would do just to make himself look like, beta. Yeah, like it would be all the time. Like I'm gonna make myself look good. Iron Kill Man. Myself. Iron Man's a beta. I'm gonna say it right now. Iron Man's beta. Oh, for real? <laughs> you really gonna say that? <laughs> He's beta. I felt like American uh, Captain America was alpha. He was alpha, but he was kind of a bitch boy for Bucky. Not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> he turned into Alpha, you know, after he became Captain like America. If they had just killed Bucky, like, Captain America would have done the right thing every single time. Yeah. But because Bucky was alive, he had to, like, question his own morals. Alphas don't question themselves. Nah, that's true. That's true. They just snap their fingers and kill half of them. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't fuck my daughter, too. He's like, yeah, just throw her off a cliff. Like, yeah, she doesn't matter. She's dead weight to me. Yeah. <laughs> Pulling back from being more alpha. You mean if I push off the cliff, <laughs> 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 I can get a glowing rock? Hey, <laughs> no, hey, you know who was alpha as fuck? I'm not gonna lie. Vegeta from Dragon Ball Z, that motherfucker was alpha. Yeah, Vegeta, especially when he first came on the scene, alpha. <laughs> he came in there like, you're the way he just iced, iced his homie Nappa like that. He threw that he threw that man up in the air and blast his own boy. <laughs> he was like, oh, you just lost the fight? Alright, I'll kill you then. That was his boy. <laughs> <laughs> You're paralyzed, saying you're out of here. Cell was pretty alpha. Cell was pretty alpha. Cell was alpha. Goku Black's pretty alpha. Uh, no. Oh, what's dude's name? Uh, Jiren. Oh, Jiren. Yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. Right, we get kind of nerdy here. He was like a, like a good like a good alpha. He was like, I got my squad with me, but I'm still number one. He's like, yeah, I'm still gonna handle shit. He he literally. No idea what he, he literally meditated through <laughs> half of the shit, though. How you gonna meditate through the rest of the whole shit? Y'all wake me up when when you got down to the last ten people. He basically was like, "Wake me up when you need my gangster." Like, that's it. Like, <laughs> 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 <Y'all> too weak. <laughs> All right, so I guess I don't know. We I mean, we kind of answered some of these questions already. Yeah. Um. All right. I think that's anything, a, anything else you need to add on there. Anything no, else? just just don't be soft and just know at any point you can get over shit. Keep it player. That's oh, better. Someone said Keep Bulma it. was alpha. 
Yeah. Mama's Ooh. different. Homer. And she's able to tame an alpha himself. Yeah, she was an alpha chick for sure. <laughs> she able to tame GT, GT was an alpha chick too. Let's go his way. <laughs> GT. Nah, Vegeta whack. No, wasn't it Chi Chi who like got a uh, Beerus mad? Or was that Bulma? I think it was. I know one of them pissed him off and he smacked her up and then Vegeta went crazy. No, <laughs> Bulma was smarter than that. I, I think Chi Chi was doing oh, Oh, oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The new one, the one that no one cares about. Dragon Ball Super. Yeah, yeah. That, that spin off was like a fucking Baruto. <laughs> that spin off. Oh, that spin off. OG Vegeta with Thumbship. OG uh, Frieza. He's pretty cute. Yeah, he definitely was. Yeah. All right. But let's. We get a little, get a little nerdy. I know. It's just, yeah, yeah, we're yeah, we're like, just I, I literally like, like, We're getting too weird. <laughs> <laughs> Don't text and mention. Yeah, just, just, <laughs> some people on here ain't even listening. Like, what are these guys talking about? <laughs> but all right, no, I appreciate you guys coming yeah, on. <laughs> I appreciate you guys coming on, Meg. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. Sure, it was great. It's good to have you. Hopefully, have you again soon. I need yeah. a good uh, comment. Somebody replace me if I can't make it. We'll see what happens. I live next door. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the door. We've been trying to get you on, but just the timing was wrong. We're like, ah, oh, man, all right, we'll get it next time. So yeah, it's, it's yeah. All right, but I appreciate you guys. Off. Thank you guys for all tuning in. Great out. Yes. See you guys later. So next time, next episode.